0: This week on the Roommates Podcast. Because around my junior year, I was like, bro, you fucked up. Mm. You really fucked up, bro. You are a loser. You work at Office Max. You you do op- open mics in coffee shops. You live upstairs with your parents. Everybody here, like, left Pride Rock. <laughs> Everyone I go to school with, they left their town to go to school. You chickened out. You had a chance. And then I just kind of made a promise to myself. I'm just like, You know, part of my French, but fuck that noise. From here on out, like, I'm just, I'm burning the boats. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I'm never doing this again.
1: Yo, what's good, America? It's your boy, Hafeez, and welcome to the Roommate's Podcast, a late-night conversation taking you behind the scenes of becoming, featuring all the interesting people perspectives and conversations you'd experience on the way, also known as the best hour of your week where you are entertained like a stand-up, educated like a TED Talk, and uh, enlightened like a sermon. And guys, we got some really dope news as we shared with you guys last week. The podcast is also on YouTube, so you can go ahead and see me and the new roommates' beautiful faces on the YouTube. So go ahead and go to YouTube.com slash The Roommates Podcast. Again, that's YouTube.com slash The Roommates Podcast. And if you're tuning in on YouTube and you want to go to work, and act like you're doing something, like most of you guys are doing, or you want to go ahead and drive in your car, you can go ahead and listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. And without further ado, we're bringing in a roommate that I am very, very excited for. Please, guys, welcome to the show, my guy, Hassan Minaj. What's up, bro? How are you, man? Thanks for having me. Hey man. Man, that was a killer As-salam intro. Al- man. Bro. man, that was a killer intro. Cool. Yo, what's happening? Man, yes. Your show was sick. Thank you, bro. I it appreciate it.
0: Speaking of like the stuff you were talking about, I felt like it integrates a lot of the stuff that you're into. For real? Comedy, facts. Yeah, data. yo, I was just
1: oh, yo, I was thinking that same exact thing. I was like, yo, literally, what I described was your was your special. I appreciate That's that. literally like it was like I was super educated. I was super entertained and I felt like my soul was uplifted.
0: Wow, thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> wow, that's dope. Thank yeah, you. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, 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 we walked in, right? Uh-huh. And we just saw a sea of brown people. Wow. And I did not know if we were at a comedy show uh-huh. or med school orientation. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> Hilarious.
0: Hilarious. That's so funny. That's so funny. I was like, yo, man. Yeah. People people show out for you, man. It's cool. It's really cool. I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful for people. You know, it takes a lot to get people to sort of spend their hard-earned money it's the fact that they want to come out i really i take it seriously like i'm like i want to add some value like i want to i want to pre- perform and put on a show man i love it so yeah. for
1: our listeners who don't yet know you don't know who you are don't don't yet know who you are sure. can you give them a quick elevator pitch synopsis about who you are what you do all that good stuff
0: yeah i'm a stand-up comedian uh, former senior correspondent on the daily show with Jon stewart and trevor noah uh, spoke at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, 2017.
1: Uh, Talked that ish, man. Did a did a special <laughs> on
0: Netflix called Homecoming King, and now this uh, this October of next month, I launch my own show on Netflix called Yo. Patriot Act with the Samenage, which will be a weekly comedy investigative deep dive show.
1: Man, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really thrilled, Hassan, I feel like if we were in middle school together,
0: we would be best friends, man. For real,
1: <laughs> I know. I would
0: think... you say like, were you uh, like, why you say that? You Just... know what, I
1: I feel like correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. I feel like you were that guy. Who could get along with everybody? Yes. Like, I, I was. feel like it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. You just didn't have that niche. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you, yeah. Weren't, you weren't just a gamer guy or the No, like, no, no. I feel like you were that guy who no matter where you put him at, no. flew, like just vibe with the people.
0: I think, I think uh when I was in, uh, did you play sports growing up? Yeah. I think sports was really important. Because, mm. you know, you're Nigerian, right? Of course. So Nigerian, I was just talking to you about this off camera. Nigerians mm-hmm. and Indians are basically the same people. Oh, I, okay. I I <laughs> I truly, I firmly believe that. Like yeah, the yeah. way our parents are, the way like yeah, like I have a lot of friends that are Nigerians. Their parents were like, "Yo, you got to be a doctor," and I'm like, "Yo, it's the same. <laughs> like this is the same oh, struggle." Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. by the way, yeah. when you guys get dressed up, it's the same. The Shivani <laughs> yeah, yeah. court, the situation is the same thing. Like, very, very similar. So, um, yeah, man. Like, I think I, I ran the gamut from like doing sports to the hardcore academic type stuff. So, so what sports did you do? Play basketball. Unfortunately, for real, <laughs> I had my heart broken. <laughs> I had my heart broken. Unfortunately, yeah, so but it, it was actually very. It, Looking back on it, it was actually super dope that I did it. For real? Yeah. why you say that? Sports just it teach teaches you number one, like how to push yourself mentally mm-hmm. and mentally and physically. And you you just have to deal with failure in a very physical, visceral way. Yeah. It's humiliating trying yeah. out, getting cut. Getting pushed around. Yeah. It, you really, you really like, I didn't realize this at the time, but you really learn how to like get as tough as you possibly can physically. And yeah. I remember being a kid, being like, coaches would be like, hey, look, you know, it's all right. You didn't make the team, but like you learned a lot, you know, mentally. And I'm like, oh, whatever, man, I want to make the team. But actually, you do realize the older you get that the game is, the game really is all mental.
1: That's so true, man. Yeah. That's so true. And, I, and I, you
0: get in a lot of rooms now these days where people will be like, yo, why'd you call someone out like that? And I'm like, what, what are you talking
1: about? Mm. Like,
0: I remember being in middle school and in high school, like, the coach would grab you by the jersey. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Straight up grab you. <laughs> yeah. And now, like, you, you know, there's some... Like, you learn to go at people and yeah. have them go back at you and just know that, hey, it's, it's not personal. We're just trying to push each other.
1: Man, that's crazy because I feel that same exact... Wait, hold on one second. Hey, was it? did you put it on 24 or is it on, still on 60? Awesome. Um, I was thinking about that same exact thing because sports gives you just a mental toughness and yeah. a hunger for life that I feel like translates so much well into the business world. Into yeah. It also
0: contains the game. Like if we go to 24 hour fitness right now and if you grew up playing sports, irrespective of what anyone says, you're just like, what games to 12. All right, let's go. Yeah. And you, you just, it's sort of, you eliminate all the BS. And mm. we live in a time where there's just like a lot of noise, a lot of people saying this on Twitter, you got friends saying this or that. And there's still just that element of like, what I loved about sports is it, it just, it just hones you into the moment. It's a great equalizer, man. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. you can talk shit, I can talk shit, it doesn't matter, like, games to 12, we go by twos or ones? Mm. Straight up or win by two? What yeah. is it? That's it. No more, no less. And I think when you're trying to accomplish something in life, it is like that. Yeah. It is like playing to 12 at 24-hour fitness. I don't yeah. care what the circumstances are, whether the rims are bad, or whether this dude's disrespecting me, or I should have gotten picked up on the next run, or this run, or that run. It, like, really does boil down to that. And so... I didn't realize how valuable that was until later in life. Dang. You know.
1: So your parents let you play sports?
0: Yeah. <laughs> man, my dad my dad actually really wanted me to get into soccer. I wasn't I wasn't as good at soccer. basketball I actually was actually decent at. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. My like he won't say it now, obviously, but like yeah. initially, you know, just school, 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 study, study, yeah, study. Yeah, yeah. And it's like didn't really get that opportunity as much, but then when I got to high school and I got to play sports, so like that was that was my my. What big were your luck. What were your sports? Man, it was all football. Really, all football?
0: Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, come on, man. Think about mentally two a days. Oh my god, what you guys had to do in high school? Two
1: a days yeah. during the summer? Yo, we had three days. My first year, three a days.
0: But could you, ima- like, could you imagine doing that now?
1: Oh, my gosh. So they'll, they'll, did you hear about this school in Gwinnett County uh-uh. called Grayson High School? uh uh-uh. The players walked out of practice because they said it was too tough. Really? Yeah. said so the coach was going too hard. They walked, the whole team walked out of practice. Can you imagine that? That's crazy. Can you imagine walking <laughs> no, not, out, no. walking out oh of practice? Oh, my God. The whole team? Are you serious? Yo, how
0: can you coach that team? Bro, but weren't there times where you were like, Yo, I'm gonna die. (laughs) Did you feel that like mentally? You're like, Yo, I'm gonna die. Like conditioning in the summer is like puking. I'm like, I don't have this in me. But it was like really incredible. Yeah,
1: like 14, 15 years old, you're going through that. I know, it's so insane. But like, like you pointed out, that stuff made us who we are today. Yeah, made us who we are today. Yeah. But going back to that parent thing, man, what do your parents think about what you're doing right now?
0: They're very happy. They're really? happy and proud and all that stuff now. But yeah. Um, yeah, we had our moments. We had our we had we had a ten year rough patch. It was oh, tough. For real Talk to me about that. So, you know, there was a long period of time where, uh, you know, my dad really wanted me to go to law school. He, you know, I, I was sitting on my LSAT score, and it expires after five years. Mm. And right around twenty eleven. You know, it was a few years before I joined the Daily Show. I'm, you know, I'm just living that air mattress life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh my it was just gosh. you know, air mattress, life, yellow man. notepad, open mics in a dream. You know, <laughs> and uh, and you know, it was just we, I just had to have a real hard conversation with my parents because yeah. you, when you transition from the, those college years where it's all optimism and upside, mm-hmm. like when everyone's like, "Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm a student." Yeah. You know, so it's all just like, "What is to to be? Is mm-hmm. what is to come? Hey, when I grow up, dot yeah. dot dot." Then you hit that point when you're 26 or 27, yeah. and it's like, hey, yo, you grew up. <laughs> that's so real. So man. what happened? That's so real. And I was about 27, you know, and I'm just kind of just, you know, I got my Toyota Camry with four dents in it, <laughs> scratches, <laughs> parking tickets. You know, I don't own any assets. I'm I'm living with roommates, and I got an air mattress, and just Sound my like dreams. my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, looking like oh, yeah, I totally got peace. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like you know, my 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 dad. You know, we 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 hit this sort of thing where he had this conversation where. He goes, look, I, I, I'm not saying I don't support you, but yeah. I'm just saying I think you're really capable. Mm. And I think, you know, we really had, it was this moment, you know, in 2011 where, and I just remember, you know, I'm on the phone with him. I'm crying. Like, we're having this real Simba Mufasa moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're just you like, hey, we got to, yeah, but yeah. we got to reckon with this relationship and what I'm going to do, and I got to make these real hard choices myself. And I was just like, you know, I can't pursue a career that, i'm just not into Mm. i just can't do it that's real so i gotta i gotta come to terms with if this is where the chips fall i'm gonna be okay here Mm. i really felt like you know i was paying my bills doing comedy i wasn't you know yeah i I, I wasn't you know filling up comedy clubs or theaters but i was making a living yeah and it was enough to live with roommates and it was enough to order a burrito a chipotle avocado (laughs) were you in la or new york i was in la you you know know, and i was like look I, i I have everything I need. Yeah. And this, to me, is making it. And it was these little monkey bars that mm. I just, you know, hey, this year I'm going to do this. Yeah. Or I'm going to get a TV credit. Or I'm going to do this, yeah. you know? And I, I felt like I was chipping away there. Um, and I was like, I'm going to go. I just have to go all in on this. Mm. And I think they they eventually came around. Mm. And by the time, you know, The Daily Show came around, I had been doing stand-up comedy 10 years, one month, and nine days. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I started September 12, 2004. So I got hired in 2014. So you November. feel like that
1: moment, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but you feel like that moment was when your parents kind of came around? Yeah,
0: because, you know, The Daily Show, you know, especially with, you know, when John, you know, with John Stewart, it, it's such, it's this institution. Mm. And it's both funny and meaningful. Yeah. And very rarely in show business do you get a chance to do something that's both. You'll work in stuff in show business that's funny, yeah. but it's not meaningful. Or you do stuff that's meaningful, but, I mean, it's like a documentary. It's not yeah, funny. Yeah, real. It's like both. And to, to, you know, John, you know, the, the legacy he created, it's, it's a universally respected institution. It's like SNL, you know what I mean? People know it. And uh it was just it was one of those moments where my parents were like, okay, I think, mm. I think you'll be all right. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny.
1: I, I think we I kind of had one of those moments because similar to you is like, you know, it's just that grind of success and your and your parents have they know stability. You know, they yeah. know lawyer, doctor, you know, yeah, pharmacist, yeah. they know stability, engineer.
0: Just yeah, just, you know, like they, they're like the world is already hard enough as mm-hmm. it is you want to remove as many subjective variables as possible. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But then, like, I thought about it, you know, I just, I, again, like, I, I feel like 2011 was the most important thing for me, that that moment with my parents. And anytime I talk to anybody who's trying to come up as an artist, yeah. I'm like, Th- those moments are actually more important than the successful moments. When you just draw a line in the sand, you burn the boats, and you're like, no, this is it. And I remember having that conversation. I was, like, in an El Pollo Loco parking lot, <laughs> you know, outside of an open mic. Yeah. You know, just... The tears were coming and it was like no this is it mm. this is going to be my life and for better or for worse if this is all i accomplish that's fine and, yeah. I, and you got to come to terms with that because every time people are just like hey what what are you willing to go what what are your dreams what are the high points yeah but you got to come to terms with the low points worse comes real. to worse are you okay with this and i think if you come to terms with that 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 should determine whether or not you dive into the pool of whatever your aspirations are
1: man that's so real because going back to your journey like people see you now like North American tour, about sure, to get a sure, show sure. with Netflix, sure. Northern, like Daily Show, like all these things, but they don't understand like all the late nights, all the tears, yeah, all the blood yeah. sweat that you put in to achieving that, man. Sure, sure. Like, why do you think a lot of people on the journey to success, why do you think they're not, not only not equipped for it, but why do you think people are, ignorant to just uh, like you said those those downfalls those pits you know some of them difficult
0: moments i mean it's mentally tough yeah like it's is mentally a lot and every, i think everybody has certain emotional pain thresholds mm-hmm. and uh i'm very lucky that like i didn't know this again at the time that like uh i have a pretty high threshold when it comes to that mm. and like i have a lot of i don't know what it is just uh just in my belly just drive like I really want to do it and um, I love like I'm lucky that I found this early on in my career just the day to day I love my yellow notepad and I love writing in it and I love putting figuring out jokes and figuring out like a puzzle those things give me a lot of joy and just like I just think of them as little drops in the bucket and every day I figured out a little piece of the puzzle so like the show you guys saw tonight it's like 74 minutes but it started from nothing yeah and it started with one piece, and then one piece, and then one piece, and then getting the insurance, and then it, and then you start piecing it all together. That's awesome. And that's dude. that's it. That's my that's my joy. And that's then awesome. and you know it's like building these sandcastles. You record a special or an album, and then the water washes it away, mm. and then it's just on to the next. On to the next one, dude. Next joke. It's yeah. just one thirty second thing, and then it becomes a minute and ninety. And I really derive joy from it. I love that, yeah. dude. And one of the things is just like on a journey to success. It's not the...
1: I would say it's not just a journey that gets people. It's the pits. You know what I mean? It's like it's said, those really, really difficult, dark moments when the bank account's too low. Yeah. You know, when the parents don't believe in you. When you finna get evicted. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. What helped you in those moments?
0: What <sighs> helped me in those moments? Um, I just knew... I know this is going to sound super just, like, tactile and practical, but my... Overhead If I needed to Is super low I figured out a number mm. It's like This is all I need To survive And be okay Yeah And have like My healthcare Have enough Like even if the car Goes away Like to take Public transportation And 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 have rent Yeah And I remember I was at When I first moved to LA I was like Sleeping in uh, Someone's attic I didn't know wow. I thought it was a room was Someone's attic But it was like 200 a month mm. And you know I put all my costs together And I'm like Look man At the end of the day I think I can figure out You know 350 400 a month. Yeah. I can I'm, you know what I mean, I have enough just I'll I'll scrap, I'll figure it out yeah. and it'll be all right. Yeah. And that was I just I don't know, I've just like had that since I was a kid that I don't really need a whole lot of other things. Do you know do you know yeah. does that make sense? No, I feel you. Just like this, you know. That's it. So
1: it's, so to me it seems like to use Gary's language, your why wasn't the fame, it wasn't like trying to stun on people it wasn't these external material things like the biggest the your biggest why was we can you, keep going. It's okay, Jamie. I'll, I'll I'll let her I'll let her yeah. Like your your why is you wanted to create great work. You wanted to put your yeah, art out there. Yeah. And you're willing to sacrifice all those other things to make those things happen. Yeah. And
0: I mean it's also like a lot of perspective. Like, mm. you know, I have cousins back in India and I'm just like, man, like just all these variables line up. Like I'm in America. Uh, I get an opportunity to come to L.A. I get an opportunity to pursue stand-up comedy. Like, I just kept thinking about all these things that add up. Mm. And then you start thinking about, well, that pool's becoming pretty narrow. Mm. You're pretty lucky, man. Yeah. And then that just was like, man, I, I just feel like I have a, a, a moment and an opportunity. And then I have the things that matter. Yeah. Like, I think about this all the time. Like, even if everything goes away, the show doesn't work out or whatever, I just think I'm lucky that I got I got to choose the life that i wanted to live on my terms i'm married to someone i love and who loves me so like i don't have to be fulfilled from like like external things like like being my wife genuinely loves me i have a healthy daughter uh both of my parents are alive and got to see me become successful that's Mm -hmm. like a cool thing and they're healthy so you know i have all the things that like really matter Mm. and the more i travel and the more i work right now like right now you know we're in Houston. And I'm away from my family. You know, I like I, I said bye to my wife and daughter this morning. I'm like, man, like, I know Kanye said this in interviews before. Sometimes he's not as good at articulating himself. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he'll sometimes. Just, so, <laughs> so he'll just go on these random <laughs> rants. But he was like, you know, he was like, time is the greatest luxury. Yeah. But that is. Like, there's these moments where um, she's starting to put her hands in her, in her mouth and stuff like that. She started biting my nose this morning. <laughs> and it just was one of those moments where I was like, I want this moment to last forever. Mm. And I was thinking about that. We're just in a in the park, and I'm sitting with her, and I'm holding her and that moment required no money, yeah, it required like nothing. it was just a beautiful moment and my wife and I we just walked and we got coffee, and I sat on the bench, and i you know was holding her, and she ate my nose, but it was like <laughs> it was yeah. this beautiful moment that cost nothing, yeah, and I think about the times where you're at an open mic and a joke works, and they laugh and you feel like alive, that moment costs nothing mm. it's just you trying it's just like your work ethic and i'm like man if i can always boil life down to that that, that that's dope yeah i'm also good there, there's another hack that i've that i figured out is that like it's okay to have bad days like mm. just accept it yeah and if you have the bad day and you got to just watch a little bit of netflix or you got to just be like all right man f it i'm gonna just watch some nail and just <laughs> turn like turn <laughs> yeah. my brain off yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. all right man i just got to feel good or whatever you just have one of those ice cream days yeah just take the ice cream day sleep it off and then I've been pretty good about waking up the next day and just being like, all right, I feel I feel better. I like um, and then the second and third thing, which I think is really great is if you can just eliminate the noise, yeah, like put the cell phone away for a little bit, put Instagram away for a little bit and just write it out. Yeah. Uh, I've just found pen to paper. I've organically been able to figure it out. Mm. Like, I'll just be like, man, I'm really worried today. I don't know why. I'm just feeling anxiety. But why are you feeling anxiety? I don't know. Just something's going on with this. And I just feel like I can't figure... And I've been able... By the time I get to, the, like, the bottom of the legal pad here, yeah. where it starts to turn to the next page, just 15 minutes of free writing, like, I'm already naturally writing out the solution. Like, I'm just naturally, like, all right. But but then I can figure this out and I can do it this way. All right, all right. I'm going to go sign up for... Like, I'm writing out the problem. I don't know. It's It's weird. That's crazy, dude. Like... <laughs> That's a lot,
1: <laughs> but yeah. like the dopest thing, it's like your perspective on uh-huh. life. Like, like, how did you get that? Like, it's like the way you're looking at life is you're looking at, you're taking away everything society tells you would make you happy, yeah. would satisfy you, yeah, and you're yeah. literally breaking that down. And you're saying, you know what, this is what gives me life: my family, my wife, my children. These things, just love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, for so many people, in in your industry, so many people. Like and I guess in the entertainment industry, yes. just in life in general, they, yeah. they don't see that. They've yeah. lost perspective of that. Like what helped you gain that?
0: I don't know, man. I mean, l- like let me ask you question: what was the happiest moment of your life? It was like where you felt like, man, I wish this <laughs> moment lasted forever. Man <laughs> If lot you lot ever of- had to think about it, <laughs> it if was you had a lot of parties <laughs> 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 Yeah. Um but I the parties, think- like no. For real? Uh, honestly, no 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 the,
1: the happiest moment and real quick,
0: did she what, you good?
1: No, no, no we're good. Let, okay, closer right now. Make sure respectful of time No, 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 no. Um Happiest moment of my life is me and my little brother. Yeah. It was after my freshman year of college. Yeah, yeah. I came back home. Yeah, yeah. And we were both playing Pokemon. I was playing Pokemon Ready. He was playing Pokemon Go. Uh-huh. And we were just literally in the room. And then this, there was this song I was playing. My brother is... The least emotional, <laughs> exciting uh, person you'll be. Uh, uh, and he just, and I was singing it, and all of a sudden he started singing. He just too. started singing. It and too. we were that's late hilarious. at night playing Pokemon together, singing hilarious. songs, and it was like, I was crying. It was like, Damn. in that moment, it was like, that's life. Yeah, you yeah know, it's beautiful. Dope, intimate bro. moments with human souls. Just, you know, you don't need money, you don't need parties, you don't need women. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying uh, your wife, you know, yeah, it's yeah, different, yeah. but you know, but like no, I hear you. yeah, but it's just like I hear you, is the love which makes life so amazing. And the
0: shared experiences, yeah. Yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah. What about you?
0: Oh man, it was a similar moment to like that. I remember, you know, we didn't get to go on vacation a ton when, when we were when I was a kid, but as we as I got older, my I remember my dad was like We need to go on vacation. We need to go somewhere as a family. And I remember Mm. I was doing my thing in LA. I'm grinding. Blah blah blah. my sister calls me. how old were you at during this time? I'm I'm like 26. Okay. I'm like I'm I'm trying (laughs) to like yo Yo, what? what? Jesus
1: say you never you never adult. Yeah yeah. I'm just like come on what
0: what are we doing? (laughs) All right. My sister calls me. Come up. We're gonna do this. So my dad he he was just like remember that Disney movie a goofy movie? Yeah yeah. We're all in the car and we drive up to Oregon. We could drive up the like from California coast up to the Oregon coast. My dad's like we got to do this gets this little cabin in oregon i'm like what is going on like we're in the middle of nowhere one in the little cabin there's a scrabble right uh they, they, it's just in the closet and he goes hey like you guys <laughs> my sister she was in like law school she's the smartest person in our family so she's like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna whoop you guys a scrabble <laughs> and so like my you know both my mom and dad they're immigrants right yeah. so but she's but my sister is lapping everybody right <laughs> she's laps <laughs> my she <laughs> knocks out my mom she knocks me then the last two people are my dad uh, and my my younger sister and I remember <laughs> they're going back and forth and I'm like yo like it's actually getting close yeah and <laughs> then like my dad ended up just triple word scoring her and beating her with like the simplest words so she's like she does xylophone she's like beat that dad <laughs> and then my dad just comes in like c a t cat, cat. <laughs> quadruple quadruple game word score match. game set match right <laughs> and then and then her the look of shock on her face. And then my dad's like, "What? What? What? What happened?" And then I'm like, "Yo, dad, you won!" And we all just start cracking up, like dying. My dad's in tears. My mom's in tears. My sister is just stunned, you know, because like she's always taking such pride in like academic. <laughs> yeah. She's a voracious reader, all that stuff. She Ooh, knows voracious. all these. Yeah, she knows word. huge words like, like, and she just got whooped. Yeah. With cat. Yeah. And it was this hilarious moment where I was like man this is just incredible i i wanted that moment where we were all laughing and my sister was just stunned i wanted that moment to last forever it was just Dude. a beautiful moment of like levity and love and beauty and all that stuff. it was just dope i'm like life is really beautiful
1: gosh you're melting my heart right now. i know <laughs> and, I was like, and i'm like you're we're just at, we're heart. we're
0: in this like little like tiny little cabin <laughs> on the coast of new york that i, I, I did not want to be i did not want to go i wanted to be in la i yeah. wanted to like I was like no I got shows and I got stuff to do and blah blah blah. blah. And so I think about that moment and stuff like that and I think about all all the art and music that I love and the movies that I love and the things it's it's those moments that mm-hmm. are like anytime you watch a, mo- a Disney movie or whatever or wait, a, wait, wait. a great favorite song. Disney movie. Favorite I mean favorite, um, Aladdin but uh, Aladdin <laughs> Aladdin and like Aladdin and Lion King are my two favorites. Yeah. Who was
1: you throwing for number 3?
0: number three this is a dark horse uh, but Emperor's New Groove is hilarious hilarious. it's actually really funny Emperor's (laughs) New Groove is like (laughs) legit super funny yeah but um but uh it's those moments where I'm like remember that and like great art gives people those feelings Mm. try to create stuff that gives people those feelings so I try to find moments in, in every show that have that yo Yeah,
1: that's so crazy because you explaining that and you sharing more about just your life, like it makes everything makes so much sense.
0: Oh, that's interesting. You know what
1: I mean? Like, cause I remember when we, I think Emmanuel first showed us your first stand up. Wow, and he described it like this, uh, like, to use some Disney analogy, like Hawaiian roller coaster ride. You know, Shalee, Little Stitch. But it's like Uh you took you took us on this whirlwind of emotions. Yeah, 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 and it was so impactful at the end of it. Uh-huh. And you're like, yo, like was I entertained? Was I educated? Like what, like, what was like, it was a new experience for a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it seems like with your art, like you're, this is your stamp to the world.
0: Right. Like right, you, right. you are literally impacting lives, you know? And that's and like it's yeah, just man. crazy. Yeah, I mean, dude. I don't know. That's not for me to say. I mean, that's that's up to, up to people to decide. It's it's impact, but I but I will say that the thing I I am trying to do yeah. is try to like, you know how they say like you know I try to make my my art bespoke to me, not off the rack. Explain that. You know when you go to when you go to a store, you buy a shirt. It's off the rack. It's a small, medium, large. If you ever look at a suit that's tailored to you it's bespoke mm. you know it's bespoke to your neck your chest size the length of your arms to your to your sleeve here your waist all that stuff like it's just like any it's like if you, a, a bespoke dress or a bespoke suit fits you it's mm. one of one and I think the best artists the people who've inspired me the Jay-Z's the Jay Coles the the Beverly Cleary's, the whole spectrum <laughs> right <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, chil- yeah, yeah, children, yeah the children are the you know it. the roll dolls the yeah. the Mark Browns like all of that yeah, stuff yeah yeah there's a distinctness that's one of one they have created a very unique thing that's bespoke to them Mm. as a writer as a performer as a singer as a musician whatever it just feels like it's an extension of them and um that's all i'm trying to do like so i as the more i explore as a storyteller i'm like man i like using visual and then story and then jokes and then going into longer form narrative and then having lighting cues i want it to feel like when people come to it, like, oh, that's a Hassan show. Yeah, it's just Hassan. Yeah, and there's cer- there's certain people that might be like, that's corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't fuck with that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Again, it's a bespoke suit. Yeah. It's 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 not off the rack. Yeah. It's 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 a specific experience. So you can like it or not like it. But I want it for people who 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 like it. I'm like, I love that experience. That's what I'm all trying to create. And that's dope because
1: what what is honest about your art is that this is authentically you. Yeah. yeah I don't. With all due respect to the to the great people you work with, Trevor and, sure, and John, sure, sure, sure. Like, I don't see, I don't see, I don't look at you and be like, oh, look, I, I've seen Trevor do that. I've seen John do that. Like, right, I, right, I right, see, right, right. Like, this is your unique craft. And it, and it's, it is very difficult for a person uh-huh. to not become a puppet. I feel like a lot of people nowadays who are uh, artists right, right. become puppets of the people
0: that they're under, and I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that's a bad thing yeah, because yeah. you
1: got to learn from somewhere. Yeah, no, but no. It's no. Like you found your own voice, like you were. Sure, it took me a long time, family, you know, sure.
0: like, but I, and I'm still fig- figuring it out. But you, you all, we all emulate, right? Yeah. Like, inspiration emulation is sort of the highest form of flattery, and when you're starting out, you're like, I want to be like this, and I think then the the greatest thing is that as you continue to. Refine and hone, and which I'm still doing, is you shed those layers away, and it just becomes more. You also, by the way, you just become like humbled. You're just like, yo, I can't do that. Yeah, so I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, <laughs> like that's done. That that door is closed. Yeah. And again, that like to go back to sports, what's been what was really cool is just it was humbling. Like that senior year for the third year in a row, just getting cut, seeing your name not up there. <laughs> but you're just like, yo, that door is closed. It's done. Yeah, it's done, bro. Like so, when you're going to the rec, rec center, just know it's rec. <laughs> yo, it is rec mural. This it's, is I am yeah. So. All those guys that are like, this is about pride. I'm like, no, bro. It's about wreck. This is slapstick, high fives and butt slaps, no more, no less. Yeah. But you quickly realize that like doors closing is actually a good thing because then you're just like, that's not even worth being entertained. Mm. It, it's knowing what you aren't is just as important as knowing what you are, you yeah. know? And so that that that's been really cool. Like the more I evolve as a performer, I'm like, look, in my utility belt, as a performer, I only have these things. Sometimes people are like, do you do impressions? I'm like, I don't do impressions. Do you do this? Like, I I, I don't do wigs and characters. There's yeah. certain people that can, yeah. but I can do this thing that I do. Or if I, if I look straight to camera and tell a story, I can do that. Like that's my thing. And so um, I want to figure. You know, the more you do it, I start to figure out what my X Men superpowers are that's and how awesome. to use them. Yeah, that's awesome. And and that and that's some of that I feel like the people got to understand. You got
1: to be you got to be true to yourself and true yeah. to your craft and let that speak for for you. Because I think for so many people. Like, they don't know who they are. They don't know what yeah. they're trying to do. They, like, if you're a musician, you end up sounding like Drake.
0: Sure. You know, sure. if you're acting Who are the most inspiring people in, in, in popular culture right now, you think? Who are the people doing the most, like, inspiring work that moves you?
1: Me, personally?
0: Sure, and you guys, too. I, I would
1: say, right now, somebody who's super inspiring is just Easy Money Gary. Gary. And the reason why I like Gary is Gary practiced what he preaches. And, like, when you actually meet him... He's the same exact person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and to me, the reason why it's so inspiring is because, like, when he's talking about like being a multi-millionaire and being having this big business and still. Kindness is number one, no matter who you are. Yeah. Like looking into, look into yeah, somebody's yeah, yeah, eyes yeah, yeah. and know that they actually care about who you are, yeah. no matter how much money you have, no matter what race you are, no matter what religious background you have. Yeah. I care about you. Yeah. And, and like that, to me, is so freaking inspiring because in this world, like so many people will look at somebody. And be like, oh, I'm better than you because I have X. I'm better than you because I worship B. You know, everybody has a reason right, to justify why I'm better than you, why I need to treat you as lesser as a person. Right. And Gary, like I said, like, he's yeah, just he's that a one real person. Dude. Like, he's just a real genuine person, no yeah. matter how
0: big he is, yeah. man. What about you? Who do you think the most? like? Uh, right now, uh, and That's dope. Yeah. How about you? Started, or... Yeah, just like people that you think are just like, wow, like, what so they're... they're yeah, influential who inspires you, who you think move, moves the needles doing interesting work that, like, in, in any capacity. Music wise, Drake be the most influential. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's cool. You know what's wild about, I think, about the both, like, the LeBron and the Colin thing? What's, what's, um, what I think is truly inspiring is that people that are anom- anomalies like them, even despite, like, LeBron, like, with all his physical gifts and everything that he's been given, he still had to go into the jungle and hack his way through, through with the machete mm. in regards to, like, the political stances that he's taken. That's real. Because, be- keep in mind, like, NBA athletes, and, I-, and I-, I grew up in the Jordan era. Michael didn't do that. Didn't say So word. he didn't know the re- what the repercussions of that were, of th- that- what of that would be. And so I really respect that because I've been in situations too where I'm like, Man, this has given me like I can feel it in my stomach. This this I'm about to jump off the the diving board and mm-hmm. go into this thing where I know the choice I'm going to make. I can't. I'm not going to be emulating anyone else. I just don't know what to do here. Mm. I felt that way at the White House Correspondence Center Okay. Because Trump wasn't there, the so press was not there. So, for the people who yeah. don't know,
1: can you tell us? Can you tell them
0: a little bit about that? So, the Correspondence Center is basically an annual tradition that, and it's a pretty amazing American tradition where the president and the administration come to honor the freedom of speech. Okay. And it's a pretty amazing tradition where a comedian basically just gets to make fun of <laughs> the entire like basically the 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 corporate media and the the president of the administration Mm. while the world watches oh wow truly incredible like there's not a whole lot of countries in the world that allow you to do that you can't just get on stage and make fun of teresa May, even though there's people (laughs) the places that are democracies on paper you can't do that right it shows that no person is beyond the reach of the first amendment like a comedian would get up there and make fun of obama yeah to space and obama would get up there and it was he would show hey i can take a joke and you can make fun of me and the press and you're not going to get arrested for it. That's real. We're not going to put charges on your family. Because not going of to off with your head. Yeah, none of that. None of that sort of stuff. It's yeah. just a, it's a beautiful tradition, right? You know, obviously the the current president has like a very caustic relationship towards the press, so he mm-hmm. doesn't show up. It's his first year in office. He doesn't show up. Right? Yeah. They're like, is the event on? Is the event off? Then there were people. You know, a bunch of people were asked to do it. They said no. Then they came to me. They're like, do you want to do it? And I remember being like, yo, what do I do in this situation? Like, is should I do it? Should I not do it? If I, if I do it, am, am I crossing some sort of line? Like, there's these real, like, I think, moments in life where you're just, like, I fe- you, you feel like you're just traversing into shaky waters because it has not been done before. You're mm. not following 100 other people, right? That's real. And those moments I actually take pride in of, like, hey, win, lose, or draw, I'm going to stick by my word here. So I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm just going to do it, and I'm going to see it through. Yeah. And even if I had, even if that had gone poorly— I, I was just proud that I was like, no, I'm going through with this. I don't care what anyone says or, yeah. you know. Man, it, like that
1: value, that principle, that stance is, I think, what makes you so successful and what
0: makes you who you are.
1: Is that is that is that yeah. honesty?
0: Is yeah, that, but I didn't always have it. Can yeah. I tell you it's, it's another ahead. story? No, come on. So this <laughs> is a true story. So when I was in high school, right? I grew up in Davis. I got, my dream school is UCLA, right? And mm-hmm. I got the grades. I got in. And then I got, and no, no I, <laughs> I, I didn't get into Berkeley, by the way. Berkeley was like the real, like, that was the big school. UC Berkeley was like the big school. But UCLA yeah. is like a cool school, right? Yeah. Like, still a great school. It's my dream school, right? It's in, LA, it's in LA. It's It's beautiful. It's like a LA school, but it looks like you. you they shoot movies there. It's got the brick and the rolling hills. It's yeah. everything, right? Yeah. It's just an amazing institution, right? And I got in. I did it. Like, I remember my senior year, I got the, I got the letter. I'm like, bro, you did it. And I remember my mom and dad they took me down on the trip we took the car down and I remember walking around campus and I got scared Mm. and then I remember on the drive back I uh I was like I just remember just like panicking basically and then when it came time to decide where to go I ended up chickening out and I went to UC Davis which is the town I grew up in I ended Mm. up going to college in the school in the town that I grew up in Mm. So I remember, like, in college, you got to understand, 18 to 22, I'm straight up living in my bedroom. Like, Scotty Pippen poster. <laughs> uh, poster. Hassan, come downstairs. I'm I'm coming downstairs to eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you know what college was like. Yeah, And I'm straight up eating breakfast with my mom. You know what I mean? You guys are just, everyone's getting ratchet. And waking up the next morning, Xbox all night, all that stuff. Yeah. I'm here with my parents, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like a loser. And, like, you know, I I lied. My friends were like, "Well, what happened?" And I was like, "Well, I got I got a scholarship here. It was cheaper." So like, no, bro, you chickened out. Mm. I straight up chickened out. I took a gun. I shot myself in the foot. Mm. And I remember like it really lit a fire underneath my ass. Because around my junior year, I was like, "Bro, you fucked up. Mm. You really fucked up, bro. You are a loser. You work at Office Max. You you do op- open mics in coffee shops. You live upstairs with your parents." everybody here like left pride rock (laughs) everyone i go to school with they left their town to go to school you chickened out you had a chance and then i just kind of made a promise to myself i'm just like you know part of my french but fuck that noise from here on out like i'm just i'm burning the boats yeah you know that's it i'm never doing this again so right around that, at that point, you know, I kind of was just like Tupac me against the world, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I, I really sort of went on my own thing. Yeah. I really went kind of off the rails. Like I got super turned to where yeah. I'm like, I'm just, I'm never looking back. I'm never making a decision out of fear yeah. and, and, and regretting it. Man. That was a pivotal failure.
1: Yeah. And the, my life.
0: And the dope part
1: about that is for so many people, they get to that crossroads and they hit that failure and it, and that becomes their identity it's yeah. like, oh, I'm 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 afraid. Life is difficult. I was a I'm a, like I was paralyzed by fear. I'm always gonna be paralyzed by fear, and their their whole rest of their lives are marked by that same experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you said no. You said I'm not going back there. You took that experience. Yeah, I'm you, like, no, I'm you, not and doing and that you again. you Put that mug in the fuel tank <laughs> and let that mug burn and it fueled you. Yeah. To be where you're at. Today. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel like that's something that I feel like a lot of people right now they, they're they're listening to it and uh-huh. they need to do that. Like yeah. they need to see, just because you messed up, just because you were afraid, just because you didn't take that shot then, doesn't mean you don't need to take it again tomorrow. Yeah, and you need to take what you what happened yesterday and use that as as, as a battery pack. It's pretty
0: good fuel. Yeah, it's yeah. dope fuel. Yeah, because I remember, man, there was a, there was like a morning where it just hit me hard. And I'm like, yo, you are 22 years old. You live at home with your parents. Mm. And you just, you, you did this to yourself. Mm. And I just remember it just like, it ate away at me. And I'm like, I'm never doing this again. And by the way, like, I, I, I passed it on to my sister. My sister also got in. Yeah. She went. Okay. She went to UCLA. Okay, so I was like, you're not going to yeah, make yeah. That, that mistake. But, wisdom, but, man, but, you know, wisdom. but you know what's crazy, though? Like, I actually think me, like, doing that to myself. And learning and just kind of having that pain and, like, anger was, like, a really good thing. It's just—it's a good espresso shot of, like, Mm -hmm. all right, man, I'm not not letting this happen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need that. Yeah. You
1: need that. It's kind of like in, like, every single movie— yeah, yeah. it's right, like that. Superman is like that. That one experience, more yeah. so like Batman, but it's like that one experience that yeah. literally burns in your brain memory. Yeah, yeah, that you're like never again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, never again. Yeah, yeah, and it's man, that's, gosh, man. I thought we we, we should have been best friends. Man. I know we should have. Should have, family. We should have uh, uh, moved to Staten Island. So. What's uh, up? Your show, let yes. the people know, man. You yeah. got a show coming out on yes. Netflix, man. Super excited about it. Patriot Act, man. Let the people know about the show. What is it about? What's going on? When, it, when can they tune in?
0: Yeah, Patriot Act is basically, you know, it's my foray into hosting my own show. Yeah. It's a weekly comedic investigative deep dive show. Every week we tackle sort of one big issue that's sort of tapped into sort of something that's going on uh, in the world right now. Um And, and kind of like if you, if you got to see me on this tour, these 17 cities, I know I I couldn't hit all of them, but you could see a preview of what's to come. Basically, I take one huge topic and sort of dissect it into comedy espresso and it's me and screens and man, I'm really, really excited because, uh, just the swings that we're taking, man. For better, or for worse, yeah. we're taking some big swings, and I'm I'm just excited about what we're gonna try to say artistically.
1: And that's awesome. And it comes out October twenty. October
0: twenty eighth, man, Sunday. Yeah, it's man. coming up quick, man. Man, that's awesome. How many, ep- be... How many
1: episodes? We got
0: thirty two. That's pretty crazy, dope. Man. It's dope. That is crazy. Yeah, we're gonna be here for a minute. That's we're crazy. We're gonna be here for a minute. You know, yeah, I, I
1: mean, season four. If you wanna go ahead, Patriot Act with Hassan and Hafiz, man. I <laughs> understand. <laughs> I understand. You know, kind of got kind of got a good ring to yeah. it, man. So, man, wanna be respectful. <laughs> Come on, man! I'll nah, my I appreciate. It. Side. Shoot your shot, bro. Shoot your shot. But, uh, Shoot your shot. But uh, man, I want to be respectful God. for your time, man. Thank you, but bro. so, but for the people right now who've heard what you've said, yes. man, they're they're super motivated. Yes. They, they're looking at their lives. They're saying, man, my life is gripped by fear. I'm afraid of my parents. I'm I'm trapped in a situation, man. Yeah. What is your advice to help them overcome whatever is paralyzing them, so they they can
0: go ahead and achieve the success they're destined for? Man, I just think, you know, I would break it down to two things. Take it it through the worst-case scenario. Okay. So whatever that fear is, just go, all right, worst-case scenario. Yeah. It goes horribly wrong. Yeah. Whatever it is, define it, it goes horribly wrong. What happens? Mm. And play it out. Write it down. What happens? Generally, it's you won't die and harm won't befall you or your loved ones. Mm. And you won't lose, like, all your resources and money either. So it's like... If you do that, it, it kind of puts it in perspective. And then the next thing, I think, which makes a lot, of, just a lot of things in life, sometimes it just feels overwhelming. Just break it down into the next monkey bar. I think too many times it's like, yo, so where is this going? What's it going to lead to? Just be like, what is the next sort of logical monkey bar? So mm. for me, the next monkey bar is Dallas. Mm. It's my, I got two shows tomorrow. I got to get energy. I got to make sure that Dallas goes smoothly. Monday morning we got the we got the writers meeting. I have three I got three scripts I gotta turn in. Mm. I don't know how the show's gonna do. I don't know what, what's gonna happen October twenty eighth. I just gotta get through Dallas and I gotta turn these three scripts in. Mm. That's it. It's like I always say it's
1: like eating the elephant one bite at a time. Sure, man. yeah,
0: yeah. One bite at a so time. So just break man. it down to the next monkey bar. I yeah. love it, man. Cool. I
1: love it. So one of the things um our listeners like to do is they like to go ahead and send a message, like to send up something that Stood out to them on the show Reached out to the person Let them know What really
0: impacted them Where can they reach you at? Just at Hassan Minaj On all my socials Okay How do you spell that? H-A-S-A-N-M-I-N-H-A-J Awesome Awesome Hassan
1: We really appreciate you Coming on the show man Uh, Man Guys uh, Man Please go ahead And flood Hassan With so much love man He just really blessed us man The wisdom man man. Thank you so much So As I said To begin the podcast It's your boy Hafiz. This is Hassan. And we got the roommates, guys. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe, 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 share, 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 guys. Let Hassan know what stood out to you and how he impacted your life. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. We got a roommates and adios. Peace.